0: This is a Pivotal Conversations podcast.
1: guys, I want to welcome you back to another episode of Pivotal Conversations. Uh, I've got a really, really cool episode lined up for you guys. Uh, On today's episode, I have a conversation uh, with one of Australia's top powerlifters, Will Crozier. Um, It's just a, you know, I mean, Will's a, he's one of those silent assassin type dudes, you know, like he comes across as like a a really nice guy and, and he really is a really nice guy. Um, but deep down and and you know just just from looking at him, you know he's a killer um and I think that's that's why this episode is is such an interesting one um I'm really excited for you guys to listen to it uh and and really what I want you to pay attention to here and and something that I really love is and and uh, something and that's another reason why I really love um kind of interviewing and and you know picking apart the minds of elite athletes like um, episode number two with Brendanheim Baejo um, uh, just another guy that you know you can kind of you can just get a lot of takeaways from a pro athlete and how they they seem to find peace in the process and find their you know and, and really stick to the process and they just don't lack motivation and I think that's a big correlation that you need to find in business you know if you're if you're lacking motivation or you're going through ebbs and flows, um, you know you're just not going to have success in business and I think that's that's why I really love interviewing um, you know elite athletes and, and pro athletes because uh, you know they, they just they, there's so many insights you can get from that mindset and uh, that's what I'm most excited for you guys to, to kind of find today is and, and listen to um, in this episode is because, I, w- I want you to kind of just pay attention to how Will talks and, and some of the takeaways and how much emphasis he puts in the process and how much he just enjoys the process, right? And I think, um, you know, if there's going to be a takeaway from this, it's that um, only when you find peace in the process and only when you try to aim for progress will you, will you truly be able to have success at what you do. And especially if you're a business owner, especially during these times, if you find yourself lacking motivation, if you find yourself, you know, going through the motions and, um, feeling, you know, paralyzed and, and, you know, not being able and, and, you know, not being able to get out of bed or, you know, feeling fearful. Um, it's just a really great episode for you to pull some of the, some of the mentality that, um, Will brings to the table. Um, and especially with the name of the, the name, the reason we called it deadlifting for the win, there's a question I asked him and the answer is just brilliant. um, but I want you to think about this is that, you know, what you guys see and what we see is Will deadlifting for the win. But really, there's such a big process leading up to that. And, and that's what you can really take away from this episode is how Will just place this huge emphasis on the process and enjoying the process and enjoying the challenges and enjoying the downs and enjoying the ups and... Um, you know, how when, you know, the time comes and, you know, you're you're nervous and everything's on the line, it really is the process that, uh, that, that gets you through and, and you know me and we'll talk business in this episode too so there really is a lot of great takeaways for business owners um, just for anyone in general like this conversation isn't about business it's really about mindset it's about um, you know achievement and success and and, and becoming the, the, the best version of yourself and reaching your potential and although that sounds corny um, it's definitely not corny coming from Um, you know, one of the the best in the country, if not the best in the country. And um, as I said, Will's a bit of a silent assassin, but um, he's definitely someone that you want to follow. He's definitely someone that you want to take advice from. And um, he's definitely someone to keep an eye on from both a business standpoint and also the future of him in powerlifting is just going to be absolutely huge for Australia. So, you know, really cool episode lined up for you guys. Really hope you enjoy it. Uh, Before we jump into that, we have... Um, I just wanted to give our website a quick plug Um, we we have a heap of free resources up there um, up on there um, all the way from sales flows to and um, we have a transformation blueprint up there which has some information from some pretty impressive coaches like Scott Goebel, Jordan Shallow, uh, Rawdon Dubois, uh, Luke Tulloch. You know, the list goes on and, and we've pieced together something on there which is just a, a bit of a transformation blueprint to give you guys an insight into some of the principles that, they, that these guys use. Uh, and girls, Alana Poole is on there as well. She's an amazing mind from the nutrition realm. Um, just to, you know, she just brings a lot to the table. Um but we also have a uh a financial uh, and budgeting tool on there uh which is you know it's called the PT profit system which I think right now more than ever this is the one that I think most of you should be downloading um it's just an insight into a bit of a system that's just going to help you prepare um and 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 teach you how to create, uh, implement a, a budgeting system and and one that prioritizes profit into your business uh, it's you know it, it's something that over the, if you can do this for the next five years or the next ten years by the time something um, horrific comes around again like a, a recession or a, a pandemic whatever it is and these things you know history tells us that they do keep reoccurring um, and especially an economic downturn it's something that you want to get on now and you know even though that we're still going through what we're going through. Um, If you can get through this time, there's going to be no better time to build your business than on the back end of it. Um, And there's, you know, again building a business and, and then creating stability through having, uh, you know, a budgeting system in place will allow you to really start, um, you know, making uncompromised decisions, right? And, and that's the root of all creativity and innovation, which allows you to get on the offense. So um, it's a massive defensive play that I think puts you in good stead. It puts more money in the bank account long-term and it's something that you can download for free right now. So jump on over and, and take a look and um, get stuck into it. Uh, and you know, uh, as I said, they're there for you guys. And if there's anything that you guys want to see on there, reach out, um, you know, hit me up on Instagram, Kyle, our trainer, or go to the elite vitality mastery Instagram and, you know, just shoot us a message and we'll try to create some free Tools and um, resources for you guys to download that just offers you know huge value. So if you have any recommendations or anything, there just um, as I said, shoot us in the, uh, either an email or, or get onto us on Instagram. But uh, I'm not going to hold you here any any longer. Um, you know, really cool episode coming up with Will crozier I hope you guys enjoy, and I'll see you on the other side.
0: People love it, and people ask me about that shit all the time. Even though um, I'm not the one to watch other people train, I'll do my own thing. But he's a uh... The, you know like people people love it people
1: want to see it so well, it's a necessity right i think um i mean I, I again i we were talking about it the other day but i, I just have a massive like again I, I if it were up to me man and i didn't own a business like it, i don't know if i would have it hey eh? like but it's it's obviously a part of the job it's it's a big part of the job description especially you know people want to see it they do want to kind of get an insight into what it is that you're doing on a on a regular basis
0: yeah people want to hire you People don't want to hire, uh, you know, a particular skill set or whatever they want to hire you. And then when you portray who you are, whether it's on video, whether it's on a podcast, um, and you come across as, hey, I could have a beer with that guy, or I could hang out with that guy, I could, I could chill. Like he seems really cool. Um, I think that's what we buy. Like all my coaches, that's that's the relationship we have. Like me and Jamie get on, just fucking awesome. Like we went yeah, to America yeah. like six weeks. There's not many people in this world that I could travel around living in fucking <laughs> <Airbnb's> <laughs> and crappy little bunk beds and stuff like that for six weeks and not want to kill them um but i could have done another six weeks in the end day easily with him so i mean we have that that vibe but it's just uh friendly you know banner and um
1: obviously- it's a trust thing right like i think there's you know you can build trust pretty quickly um and you know, I mean that's the, the, the benefit of social media is it's you know, again if, if people can kind of see your day to day and um especially if it's authentic, right? I think that's that's where you can um you can build trust pretty quickly with people and I mean it just makes the process a lot easier. Whereas you know, if nobody knows who you are or they haven't seen you before, it's like but they know about your results and then all of a sudden they jump on, they go don't know who they're talking to, they don't know what to expect. There's a big barrier to kind of, to even just build trust on, and especially if it's something like over the phone or even over a Zoom call, it's like,
0: Yeah, it's just. yeah all the best to it. They're, they're, like half of this stuff, they're done for, you know how when you, you see something and it's like you would know, yeah, this is your gem. but the super salesy stuff that you see where somebody's like really trying hard to sell a product, or trying really hard to sell a service, it just instantly, it's just like you almost get defensive. It's like, what is, like, what? what are you talking me into? Like, why are you trying to sell me something that I don't want? Like, it's almost like a, it's, it's a blatant commercial. Whereas, um, yeah, when it's just watching somebody train and learning from them in, in that kind of non-threatening way, uh, and just, you know, I like this guy for what he is. It's,
1: yeah, that's what people It's leverage,
0: got. right? It's like, it just, it gives you that.
1: It's like, it just, it allows you to, when you, like, I mean, that's what, what I see when I see a lot of the, 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 the high level individuals that have, um, thing, you know, these high platform, uh, social media platforms and these kind of things, it just gives you that ability to, to kind of, uh, build trust with them quickly. And, and like you said, it just makes, you know, like the the hardest thing about, I reckon business at some point in time, I mean, we've all gone through it at some point, um, is sales, you know, even, I think about like, you know, the first year of my career, like sitting in a, I was, I worked out of a good life gym, mm-hmm. <laughs> And I just remember sitting there like shaking before like my first say, I was like, dudah, dudah, like, you know, you're just talking to someone. You're like, what the fuck? I just hate this. And it's like, I think that's the benefit of social media now. Why it's such a great tool is, um, you know, you can kind of, you can kind of create that trust before it actually, without having to kind of, um, you know, maybe spend three, four weeks with someone. And I think, you know, initially, especially if you're, that's the software is another one, you know, like you, you're getting a software built or, you know, when you're delivering a course, you know, you can pre-record these different types of things allow you to kind of build leverage beyond just the, you know, the time spent with, with the individual, which I think, um, you know, if it's done right, it can be, it can be really awesome. And it, you know, it still delivers the same result for the, for the clientele. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. that whole,
0: it's not really like sales. It's, yeah. It, yeah. It's, it's different bypassing to bypassing it in a way. It's different to you sitting in Good Life, ringing people, trying to talk them into something, as opposed to just kind of them, uh, just enjoying and and like I don't know, just buying the product. Like I, I, want, I want, to do that, and then they come to you. You almost, it's yeah, different world. No, I, I don't. You might, you might think it's a bad thing or whatever, but um, I don't know. We don't really do that. Like at Nexus, we don't, we do have a whole like sales. Process a uh, sales script or uh, all this sort of stuff, and maybe we should, but um, for the most point when people contact us through social media, they've already been watching us, like you said, they already have like a, a little bit of a who we are, what we do, etc. And then uh, it's more of just um, getting on the phone and learning about them a little bit more, yeah. 100%. I,
1: I think, I think, it. I think the hard sales gone man like i I don't think it exists anymore like i don't i mean it's a lot of it is just building a relationship with someone i think you know i actually i had a good chat with um isaac davidson this morning and we were kind of talking about it where it's like you know that that the hard sale i just don't think it's has a place anymore because of the fact that there are things like um you know there are things like social media but they're also like I think people are beyond that now, you know, like it's like people don't want that anymore. They don't want to be sitting on a call with someone who's, you know, especially if they're not interested in what you're doing. I think a lot of that work gets done before you actually come in contact, you know, like it's, yeah. Don't, I don't, I mean, I you know, I, I enjoy long conversations just about finding out about who this person is. Like, you know, mm-hmm. like tell me about your life. Tell me about, tell me about, you know, who you are, what you do, Um, what do you do for a job? Like, and you, you're kind of just building that relationship so that you can coach them on a on a better level and get a better result for them.
0: Yeah, well, coaching—it's something that I put out there a lot in our content—is that coaching isn't isn't here's a program for us anyway. it's next isn't isn't here's a program. Here's a here's a exercise description. Here's a video to do. End of story. Catch you later. It's most of the nah, the the coaching skills, what makes a coach better or worse. In my opinion, is all that little stuff. Is that um how do i fit this into your life how do i help you build habits around that make this easy and kind of autonomic like how do i how does it make it so it's the, the easiest for you to get the result like even uh like that's that's a pretty much uh rule in gen pop or something but even at high level powerlifting and stuff like that that it sometimes people will say that you know it gets thrown out the window because there's sometimes you just have to discipline and just push through the barriers and do a lot of things that you don't want to do but it still has to work with your life it's not like i'm uh i'm a high level sports player getting paid millions of the contracts to do what we do we still have to live lives around it so still have to make it working with life so yeah paletting um you know all that stuff is building habits and building um systems to make it just fit in with your life
1: yeah 100 percent, man I-, I was actually going to ask you that so like, I was watching a video of you um, when you were deadlifting for the win um, at uh, Pro Raw. 9? Uh,
0: uh, no. Um, the most recent one would have been 11? Yeah. 11,
1: yeah. Um, and I was going to ask, like, you know, I was watching that video, right? And it's like at that moment when you got the deadlift up at uni. It was this. It just looks surreal, right? It's just like you could see the look in your face, all the work, everything you know that's been put in over the last year, come to that moment, um, and it's like it's almost like I, I think of it like I'm a big sports fan, right? It's like you know over here in Melbourne, it's it's AFL. It's like kicking the goal after the grand final. It's down to this last thing, and and it's kind of like you know at that moment, everything that you've done up until that time it means something like it's like you know cutting the corners and these kind of things it's like you know that's where it really matters when the pressure's on and i was going to ask like you know cuz it's often you know we often look into the the nooks and the crannies of 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 what you know gets you there and and they are important as well like the programming and these kind of things but mm-hmm. i was going to ask you more on the psychological side and and the you know from especially being like you know one of the the the, the top performers in the country and and even in the world it's like how what does that mean to you right like what is when when you get that deadlift up like obviously and then you know even looking back on that and and looking back on moments like that you know does that force you to 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 pay attention to the small things and the small psychological wins and and even as a coach right like you know looking you you said it before is like you know the, the coaching element of it and and you know what what is what is Cause like powerlifting is like your form of self-actualization, right? It's like, it's how you, you view yourself reaching your potential, right? And, and the knowingness of that is what spurs you to, to kind of keep going and, and want to do it. I was going to ask like, is, do you pay attention to that stuff? Is it something that you think about regularly or are you just kind of like a, you know, do what's in front of you type of guy?
0: Uh, I would say it's changed over the years. So. Yeah, back when uh, I first started, it was all about uh, proving yourself. Proving yourself about you coming up. There's guys above you. There's um, on an Australian level, on a world level. The, yeah, you want to you want to come up and win competitions, and you're focused on winning, and you're focused on um, particular numbers, particular milestones, things like that. Uh, whereas when you get to a higher level and you've done it a few times and you've had the wins a few times and you've had that moment a few times. It's it's hard to keep I don't want to say it's less special because I like all of them have been great, but there is definitely becomes a little bit more process driven as in like I know all these little things lead to that. And so it's kind of like stepping it out in a mindset like that and the the being on the platform and the winning and all that does become kind of not as uh, such a big deal in life overall, um, but <laughs> it's hard to answer because it's like on one hand I'm like yeah, like I really do like winning, <laughs> like it's yeah. Really well, like- I mean it's it's but, it's but it has like changed.
1: yeah, it's 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 interesting because it's like you know it's it's like it's it's autonomous, man. Like it's built in you, you know. It's com- competition is good. It's like you know you, you, it's it's healthy. You know, it's it's when you take that to another level, and it's and it's like, you know, you got to you got to have that high competitive nature to to do something like you know play sport, and and especially wanting to be good at it. But I think the other side of it is, is that, um, when you add in, and I know for me, like when I played sport, it was as much about me, and and even in business now, man, like I, I don't like business to me now is just about me reaching my potential. It's just, an, it's just a new mechanism. You know, it's just, it's, it's about me going. And, and the way I do that is by helping other people, you know, it's like, and, and like, it's like understanding both of those. And, and, you know, for me, it's like, I push myself from an education standpoint. I push myself, um, you know, uh, in different ways so that I can reach my potential. And the measuring stick for that is what I do for other people. And I think like, you know, the, the, the podium and the, the win is like, um, it's as much just a reflection of the the, the work that's been put in over, over a particular period of time you know what I mean and it's like the, when the focus starts to shift a little bit more to that side of it you know that's where you do become that process driven and then you know I mean like I said it's like you know deadlifting for the win right that's fucking sick like it's cool like it's like you don't you know that's something you write in a book those
0: moments people yeah, always, man. If I'm nervous and if I if I you know I've done it I've had a deadlift for the win multiple times thanks to Sebastian, but um, <laughs> he's always pushing me right there. Yeah. But, uh, uh, it never gets to the point where it's just like, I'm not, I'm not nervous. Like I'm not worried about it. Like I'm always heading in. Like you asked Mickey, I'm up at like the night before I'm up at like 4am, like already in my soft suit, like all right, fucking <laughs> like, everything's set to go. Like I'm, I'm nervous, anxious. And yeah, uh, and clients have asked me like how to get rid of that, but I just don't. I don't think it's a thing that you want to get rid of. I think it's it, it's a really good sign that it means it means a lot to you. You know, you put in a ton of effort, a ton of time, uh, sacrificed a lot of things in life um, to get to that point. And if you're not nervous about it, I would be. I would be almost worried for a client that was completely just like not nervous at all, because I'd be like, yeah. are you not, are you not worried that something's gonna potentially screw up and, you know, you're going to fail because I always am. That's, that's me. You know, I, I always have this picture in my head of, like, running through my head of that I'm going to fail my openers and I'm just going, everyone's going to be like, ha-ha, look at that guy. Like, we, everybody said he was going to do well and he's just failed miserably. And it's never happened. It's never like, I know that that's not going to happen, but um, I don't know, it's still there. It's still there in the back of my head because it means so much to me, you know, I've built it up as this big thing.
1: Yeah, well, I think that's 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 human nature, you know. Like, that's uh, I'd I'd be worried if you didn't feel that way as well, like you know. And it's like it, it comes in different, you know, ways. It's like I, I remember, it's funny, man, because I, I come from a sporting background and I you know, um, like played high level football and and these kind of things and and it's like it's just you know when and and back then that was what I did to compete and and it was kind of like. You know, you, you you could we played, I we played in like five grand finals in a row, right? And every one I was fucking like shitting my pants <laughs> sitting there before the game. Yeah, it wasn't- and it's like, you know, because it's like you, you've you, it comes down to this. It's like you've worked a whole year, and like, you know, I, I think the thing there's a big difference between nerves and fear, right? And I think nerves is like nervous fear is, I mean, they're almost the same thing, but I think like the thing that I always think about is like when you accept the probabilities fear kind of diminishes and i think that's what happens when you actually go into say something where you have to compete in the present moment like yeah cool like i understand that fear is gripping you right now but there's also fucking you know for you it's like there's also fucking a lot of weight sitting in front of you that you have to list that if your mind's in another place it's not going anywhere you know what i mean and it's like i think that's that's that happens automatically right and i think um I think it's cool because I think it's, it is human nature. Everybody goes through it. And I think when you can harness that fear and especially it it even talks more to the process, right. It's like, you know, you you got like, if you, if you truly want to reach your potential, you've got to put in the work much before that, like, you know, you're nervous, but you also have got the confidence sitting there saying, well, guess what? Like I've been doing this and preparing for this for a very long time now and, and everything I've done, you know this is why you can't cut corners this is why you, you actually have to put in the work with different things because
0: you've got to make it automatic yeah you've got to yeah, make it
1: it only matters on that day
0: well uh, yeah yeah, exactly and people always ask me like what i'm thinking as i walk up to the bar or thinking as i'm under the bar or thinking as you know as i'm halfway up a lift or something and it's just i don't know i i, I can't even tell you there's no there's no like like if I was doing the same thing in training, it's kind of like, okay, right hand goes here, left hand goes here, get under here, do this, do that. It's a very, um, the way I think is very stepped. It's stepped out. And I, we're lucky in comparison to AFL or, or whatever, it's that what we do in the gym is the exact same as the platform. Whereas you, you know, some guy comes tackles you from the side, you can't do much about that in practice, but for us, it's the exact same thing. So I'm building steps on building uh, just kind of just a pattern that I'm just going to repeat. And then when I get there, I know that I'm going to almost go blank or. Well, you lose track of time. That's so. So when it's, I'm under it's very, a bar. I'm, I'm just thinking about not dying. Honestly, I'm just thinking about not being crushed.
1: Yeah. It's funny. There's a guy called Stephen Kotler. He talks about like fl- something called a flow state. Yeah.
0: Um, yeah, exactly. Yeah.
1: And he talks about like, um, you know, in, in a flow state, you know, you lose track of time. And, and you, you, you know, your awareness is so, so honed in that nothing else around you actually means anything. And he says, like, that's what the top athletes in the world go into. That's what the best scientists go into when they're working on something like the, You know, when you care, there's like a it's like a combination of preparation, knowledge, skill, care yeah. all comes in. And you're just in this moment and you lose track of time. It's like because the same thing is like when you are playing like a sport, man, it's like even though that, you know, you're like, yeah, we go through these steps. It's like, it, it really is the same thing. You're practicing. Like you don't actually think in your head, this guy's running at me. I'm going to do a little pirouette here and a spin there. It's like, you're just like, it, it's like, it's whoa, it's in the moment. You're just like, boom, 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 boom. And then all of a sudden you're like, I don't even know what the fuck just happened. Like, and it's, it, it really is like that. And I, I would assume, I mean, I'm, I'm not a, uh, like I've never kind of competed um in, in power lift or anything like that, but I would assume it's something similar, right? Where it's like you're getting into this yeah. flow state and you know, you know, maybe the day before you're thinking about it and you but as soon as it's time to walk up to that bar, you're just like boom, you're in the zone.
0: Yeah, just get under it and just do what just rely on what you've uh what you've taught yourself on the on the patterns that you've built. Um and it's yeah, it's not until I watch the videos back that I notice particular things like uh like on that deadlift that you're talking about uh, one of my mates arian from from down there here uh you can see him in the front row just like flailing his hand around like yelling and screaming and, and you know trying to get me to get and i watched the video back and it's the first thing i noticed because he just looks crazy <laughs> but i don't remember that at all at that particular point in time i don't remember the um you know people's faces or the judge or, or what was happening exactly or any of that little stuff around. Um, it was just, just getting under the bar and just, uh, just, just doing it. I don't know, just getting blank. Yeah. It's, it's hard to describe. So the flow state is probably, um, probably a, a good description. I might, I'd like to read it and see what, how he describes it. Cause I'm sure. It,
1: it, he's very good at it. It is a book called um, Mapping Cloud Nine. Um and it's, it's awesome book. Cause he talks about it and he just, cause the reason you don't remember it is cause you, you know, you're not paying attention to anything other than what you, you know, the, the task at hand and you lose the awareness, like that awareness. It's like, you know, in a fight, man, like, you know, it's like, if you're in a fight, man, you, you know, you, you, don't know what the fuck's going on. You're just like, and you lose, you actually, you don't notice things like, and you lose, you know, this, you lose your memory. And you're just like, you're in that moment and you're moving. Like I, I can honestly say that I've had times through study that i felt like that like it's weird it's like you know where i'm trying to map a concept right and i'm fucking like it's up until that time i've got you know the only thing i've got is what i've done to this day like that's the only way i can actually unlock this thing this 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 thing and in the moment i'm like this is so special like this is the best thing ever and then like you know two weeks later i'm like fucking doing the same thing but it's like you get into this you know what i mean you get into this state and it's like you just connected a dot right And within that moment, nothing else around you matters. Like, it's like, you know, a bird could have flown past and you wouldn't know, right? Because you're just, boom, in that moment.
0: I always find it funny when you see people uh, in the media or just social media, armchair warriors, just um, commenting about how this guy should have done that at this particular time on the field or on the court or whatever. Yeah. Uh, like why didn't he do this it's super obvious, should have done that and it's just, oh yeah
1: like yeah a hundred percent it's like, yeah you know oh, if he you know if he if he um if he sat into that deadlift a little bit more, you know he probably would have got it yeah. and It's
0: like you just don't understand mate. Like, it's just not it's not <laughs> like that you know i'm not thinking halfway down my squat oh fuck, you know do this, like it doesn't happen just, and I'm sure it's the same on the court on the field on the whatever it's just they do their thing they're not sitting there calculating every every Uh, millisecond of it you know
1: yeah I think the only thing really that matters is that you're in the actual arena fucking having a crack right like I think it's like you know anybody can point the finger from the crowd like it's like you know I often look and like you know it it happens in, in everything right it's like there's always the the person who's pointing the finger at the person who's actually having a crack at it it's like you know or like you know even like it's in business it's like you know you've got like social media amplifies people's opinions and, and, you know, all of a sudden people think that they have a right to, to, to point the finger. And it's like, well, what are you even doing? Like, it's like, unless like, it's like, a, you never want to point the finger at someone for failing or have, or trying, you know, like, it's like, they're actually trying, you know, they're doing that. They're actually the one in, they're doing the competition. They're the one, you know, who's, who's worked the last eight months. They're the one like, and, and, and a lot of the time, like, these failures are fucking where you get your biggest learnings, right? Mm-hmm. It's like you know, and it's there's a good quote. It's you know, the man in the arena, and it's like you know, it talks about um, you know the it, you've anybody can point the finger. It's not the it's not the critic who counts. It's the person you know who is in the arena fighting and whose face is marred by dust and blood, you know. And it talks about like you know because the the people in the crowd. They never know victory or defeat. And and it's like, you know, pointing the finger at someone and, and, you know, especially if you're not actually doing it yourself, if you're not, you know, you know, it's like I would never comment on someone's fucking competition deadlift thing because I'm not fucking competing. It's like, it's like, you know, imagine me turning around and being like, yeah, he should have just sat back on that man. Like, and just starting, you know, giving advice on it. It's like, what the fuck do I know? Like, it's like, I'm not the one doing it. Um, I'm not the one who, who's actually in competition because that's where that's, that's like who we should be um, applauding, you know, like even if yeah, it's like, it's not my place. And especially if I'm not actually in the arena doing the same thing.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And it's hard because uh, for me, like uh, I want to, there's, there's people, there's videos I see on social media and I want to critique uh, certain parts of it and go like, oh, maybe you should try this, maybe you should try that, but you're right. It, when you're there and it's all done, there's not much you can
1: do. It's just doing. Um, I think there's a difference, right? Like, it's, there's a difference between, um, you know, it, like,
0: but I never know the big picture.
1: From the ego, right? It's like a lot of people will just comment to to make someone else look bad, or you know, it's like fucking someone pointing out that you know the the you know maybe the person who comes second is like you know they fucked up, they did this they did that and it's like, yeah, like we know this man. It's like, you know, just, you know, or the, the, the opposite is like, send him a message. And just be like, Hey dude, like, you know, or like, you know, from the, from a coaching perspective or something like that, if you're trying to help somebody, it's like, you know, y- y- there's a certain way you go about it. And I think like, you know, the, the man in the arena is a quote. I mean, it's, it's an awesome quote by Theodore Roosevelt, but it's like, it, it literally encapsulates everything we're talking about right now. It's
0: awesome. Yeah. It's just not negativity for negativity's sake.
1: Yeah. hundred percent. 100%. So, what about, so obviously, um, you know, pro Raw this year, it's it's not on, right? And it's it's. Like, oh, this one.
0: Yeah, the one that was, yeah. Yeah, it, it sucks as uh, a prepped right up until literally days out. It wasn't even a week out. Crazy, man. Uh, about, oh, geez, I want to say seven, eight days out, we got told uh, Arnold's couldn't run, which is mm. where it was held, because obviously Arnold's is a big... Uh, exhibition, um, thousands and thousands of people there. Um, uh, and then they quickly sidestepped and said, okay, cool. We're just going to hold it at a gym, limited spectators, limited by everybody. Uh, and then so quickly I'm stressing, and worrying because it's not just me either. That's, that's the hard part is that I had like 20, 15, 20 people competing there that I coach. So I'm quickly like gathering everybody, getting everybody to move and adjust their plans and schedules and whatever. Uh, and then three or four days out there like I oh, can't run anymore at all uh, so I, I still flew down I still flew down there I still tried to uh, get the people from my team that could um, that could make it uh, in in one of the gyms there and just do uh, some little mock meets some fun lifting with prep for it uh, it was a bit hard because you know, like a whole idea of a a peak or a peak for anything is to reduce stress and to come in fresh and recovered and and uh, have the ability to to express your best performance. But you know the stress that that week was—it was just ridiculous—and um, and then with that, just the fact that it wasn't a competition, we didn't have that "quote unquote" flow state that you're saying. It didn't have the coaches, the judges, the crowd, the the just the just how the bigness of the event, right? like just the adrenaline almost. like It just wasn't there. So all that stuff took away from it and it kind of put a bit of a damper on it. But, um, did yeah, that I'll,
1: mess? Did that, like, I mean, apart from the team, right? Cause that's obviously a different stressor in itself, but a, as an athlete, like what does, does that like psychologically? Um, what, what kind of, what were you feeling? Right? Like what was the, I mean, does it, is it something that you were like, did, you, well, did it play on you a bit, or you kind of just like like you the type of person who would just be like, you know, fuck it, move on to the you know, we just we go again, or is it kind of like do you, does it psychologically play on you a little bit, or
0: it sucks because uh, powerlifting isn't like football and that you're just doing it every weekend. Yeah, or whatever. It's yeah. it, it's uh, once you know for me twice a year maximum thing. so it sucks to not have that because it's a really uh, it, that's that's what you do it for. You do it for that feeling. You do it for your adrenaline for the up but uh, yeah a few years ago probably would have would have affected me more but these days like i said i, I knew i got stronger i knew the numbers were there i knew all that stuff was uh like I, I had got ahead i guess and so like just because i wasn't able to to put it on the platform and have those numbers listed online as something that i did uh I guess wasn't quite as important to me, but it definitely sucked and it sucked. And I I felt more for my team. I felt more for the people who it was their first kind of big comp or the people that flew from international to come and do it and compete, uh, you know, from people from England and from other places. And like for them, it's just, I I feel really bad because that's, it's a lot of time and um, time and sacrifices in their life that they've put a huge amount of planning into that. Whereas I could just kind of, like I said, hang out in the gym, live for my friends Couple hour flight back up here, get back into it again. Life goes on. Um, yeah, so, so yeah, not quite as quite as devastating as it would have been a few years ago. But uh, the, yeah, power, there's always going to be another Patterson comp. There's a. It's. it's uh, I'm looking at November for the next one, so it's not like it's. Uh, it's crushed me. It's end of story. It's a good point, right? I think like um
1: you know if you you can kind kind of cross correlate that to any type of achievement it's like you know you you know as much as the and it almost kind of talks about what we were talking before is you know when you're very raw or new at something right you you place massive expectation on the outcome of what happens you know and and you know <laughs> especially like you know for instance your first competition you know you you You're not sure what's to come into it. You place a lot of emphasis on it. And then it's like, you know, compared to your 10th competition, you're like, yeah, I've got another one. Like I can come back, I can do this again. And I think it's like, you know, I honestly look at this from like a, I mean, I always try to bring everything back to a business point, but I think, you know, we, we we get caught up in business with like particular outcomes and it's like, you know, setting goals, right? And it's like, we often, it's like, if we're not achieving our goal, we often get down, right? Or, you know, you can get down on yourself and you can put yourself in the dumps and, and often have these judgments of yourself. And it's like, I think it's a really good lesson for people that especially, you know, like it's a, it's a, it's a journey. The journey is the goal, right? It's like, you know, the, the it's the work that you get to put in daily. And it's like, when you take the emphasis away from that outcome so much, you can actually find enjoyment and peace in that process, Um and get to enjoy it a lot more like i mean you know that's what you want it to become you want the whole process to to be enjoyable like i think that i mean I, I, i'm i'm you know i'm guessing powerlifting is super enjoyable for you and, and just sitting in the gym like you said it sounds like you, the biggest part that you enjoy is lifting with your friends and and being able to connect with people like you know you mentioned jamie before and and just these different kind of little things that um you know make powerlifting something that you you know really fulfills you and, and you enjoy i think like when you when you can take the emphasis off the outcome you can find these little things like and you can find you know i mean I, I love the business as i said business for me is like a it's my ability to reach my potential but the measuring stick is how i help other people you know it's like mm-hmm. i have a personal relationship with everyone we work with like it's like like really personal like we, we talk regularly it's like and it's and it's it's that kind of thing that's what i really love about it it's like it's the relationships it's the culture we get to build it's it's I mean, like we run fucking workshops down here, man. And like people stay together, like four or five of them will just like hang out the whole weekend. They'll stay together. They'll be like best fucking friends. And it's like, that's cool. Like it's an expression. And I think like, it's interesting that, you know, you can find, you get this, you get a large, a lot more consistent um, or you get a lot more consistency um, when you find peace and joy and and fulfillment in the process. And you actually get to enjoy that. Right.
0: Well, that's what hooked me in when I first started was all that, the community, the people, the, the good vibes. Like I, you know, I don't want to throw it under the bus, I guess, but I've said it before, so it doesn't matter. <laughs> Is that when, before I started powerlifting, um, I did bodybuilding for a couple of years and it's not hundred percent sports fault because I did things wrong in it and I was, I was young and whatever, but uh, it's very individual and it's not really, uh, there's not a huge community uh, community's a little bit different. Uh, whereas when I did my first powerlifting comp, although it is an individual sport, although you are on a platform yourself with a number, it's your name. Um, It's when I got there, when I did it, I was hooked straight away because there's the guy who was coming second to me and the guy was coming third to me uh, and all the people in all the other weight classes that everybody was just like pushing you up. They they want to be like, yeah, do it man. Come on. And it's, it's a, it's a, it's a great community. And if, if that wasn't there and it was just us kind of lifting individually, I don't think, like I'm not getting paid for it. I don't think I'd do it. It wouldn't be fun. It's uh, it's that, and even the little zero W community, the zero Weakness, the gym where I'm training at here. It's it's little community seeing everybody get PBs in there, and the numbers on the board, and everybody's helping each other push each other up in that. And um, like you need that. You need it. It's in a sport where there's not there's not any. It's not my job. Yeah, I have you have to enjoy it, and I do. Yeah, it's
1: it's community, it's connection, man. I think like that when you lack that in something that's when it becomes it doesn't become fun anymore it's not something that you're going to enjoy doing and, and if you're not going to enjoy doing it it's not sustainable you know like it's not going to put
0: effort in you're not going to achieve anything really like no, you're not, not at all if i didn't enjoy it i wouldn't be able to go on and, and push yourself through uh the fatigue and, and sacrifice time at home and doing other things uh for that it, yeah if it wasn't there it would be impossible. So you have to, yeah, it has to be there. You have to love it.
1: Yeah. hundred uh, percent. I want to kind of dive into another side of it. And I think like, I, I don't know whether I'm going to get it out of you or not, but <laughs> it, there's a, it, there's a, I feel like, you know, if you're the best in, in the country, right. And, and you know, mm. you're in the, the top part of the world, you're a killer in some way, shape or form. And I want to kind of talk about that side of it from a powerlifting you know, within within the competition of it, and it's like, you know, what what what? I mean, as I said, I don't know if I'm going to get it out of you or not, but what, what I want to dive into the mindset of it, and and uh, not so much what you're thinking about it, but the the confidence side, right? And that, you know, who, where do you draw your inspiration from, right? Like, who is is it the bar? You're just trying to beat the bar, like you know, and and what you know, what makes you the, the I guess the the champion? What what do you, what do you think sets you aside? <laughs> <laughs> I well, knew that I knew it was going. I, as I said, I don't know if I was going to get it out of you or not,
0: but I don't think it's a thing you think about though. I think it's something you just, it's there or it's not, you know what I mean? As in like, I, I don't think like the, the fact that I've just, I've never really thought about it. I've never thought about, Hey, why am I, uh, like, why do I care so much about winning this comp or whatever? I mean, just kind of, uh, I can tell you the reason I started lifting and the reasons I I felt like I was good at it at that point. And then that kind of thought to myself at one point, Hey, I'm I'm kind of good at this. I I should do this. And then, and then, you know, it built upon that. But as far as like a killer uh, instinct, a champion a mindset and things like that, I can't remember ever having to justify it to myself and go like, why, why the fuck am I doing this? Like my knee hurts, my elbow hurts. Like there's no money. Like why, why am I doing this? There's been times, now, reflecting on it, some days I'm like, you know, we got to get up for a walk and this hurts, that hurts. And I'm like, shit, why do I do this? But it wasn't a, uh, it wasn't, it's never been a question uh, when I was building up to get to that point in that, where I had to force myself to go to the gym. I actually, I remember a point in my, when I was doing the bodybuilding preps and I was really down, super low energy, super, it's kind of like, just didn't want to get out of bed type days. Um, I remember during the prep at one point, I just realized to myself, this is the first time I've ever felt like I just don't want to go to the gym. I really just don't want to train and I don't want to, I don't want to, like I want to stay at home. And I realized that to myself because I, I thought, shit, this is what some of my clients feel like because I always struggled to connect to that and go like, what do you mean? You don't want to go? Like that's that's like the best <laughs> yeah. part of my day. Like I just wake up and I'm like, I finish working on like shit. Yeah, I got to go to the gym now. It's fun. It's, I don't know. Um, so I never had the, that 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 uh, that question pop up to myself. Do you, uh,
1: but probably a better question: Do you yeah. think about competition? Like do do you? So for instance, when when you you know I mean and that um, when I say that that sounds like a dumb question, but do you, do you think about who your competition is and do you think about
0: oh, absolutely. Um, i'm looking at yeah i'm always looking at the the numbers and the people and who's that that's why i loved um the pro rolls against sebastian especially sebastian yeah, yeah he was like my main and still is my main competitor is that uh he he takes it super seriously he's a competitor at heart he loves it He like on the day he's fiery anyway, he like, he's, it's his platform it's his thing and um although we're friends, it's always like we're enemies on that day. And I love it. It's the competitive side of it. And I love there's somebody there to, to it's, it's going to, um, I guess, react or whatever, you know what I mean? But it's someone there to, to challenge me. And I know they're, they're trying to do the same thing back. So there's a little bit of fire there. Because um, in powerlifting, obviously, unlike other sports, we're not facing each other. We're not tackling each other. We're not punching each other in the face. You know, there's, there's none of that. There's, there's no uh, one-on-one type thing. Uh, everybody, everybody could do their the lifts. bar is the measuring stick, right? Well, everyone could do it in a separate room, and it wouldn't really change the results. You're going to do it, or you're not. Like mm-hmm. there are little mind games, but it's not really. It's not a big part as it would be in, uh, you know, like in the in the boxing where you see them like shit talking each other and stuff. Like there's none of that because like it doesn't really matter. You're either going to lift it or you're not. So slightly different in that sport, but uh, but just seeing that in in his eyes and his emotions and stuff like that, it's kind of fun. <laughs> so there is definitely. Yeah, man. I mean, you, you know, like
1: you you know, as I said, I think it's human nature. Like, right? It's it's you want to win, man. Like, it's like you can't say to me that you're sitting there and like you. Know, I mean, Not anybody, caring. right? No. You're in that room and like. It's fucking on, you know, like it's you and him last fucking, you know, there's, there's a few, you know, it's, it's like you, you want to win man. like nobody sits there and just doesn't think about winning. It doesn't think about, um, you know, fucking getting that bar up and, and, you know, getting that win.
0: It's also, you wanted it to be competitive. I wanted it to come down to the last deadlift. Well, that's,
1: that's the thing, right? I think that's what I was getting at. It's like, you know, you want it to be competitive. Like, it's you want to reach your potential in that moment. You want I could to go and do
0: small comps. I could go and do little comps where I know I'm going to win by 300 kilos, and I could only get my openers and and still get a gold medal. But it's just not the same. Like, you want to you want to be pushed, and you want to you want you want other people to push you to that higher level. And I want to push other people to that level. You know what I mean? I want to see if they're made or I want to see if they can then if they can. uh take that and adapt to that and and do something with it you know what i mean
1: yeah man it's it's as i said it's a it's the uh it's almost that killer mentality it's like you know um you you want to go up against the best you know it's like it's the same it's anything man like it's like again and everybody's got their different uh their different vessel right for for their for self-actualization or reaching their potential you know like you, you you're that's where that's what life's about in a sense man it's like it's like if you're not striving for something you 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 know you're probably not gonna fucking feel good like you know and, and so it's like it's you know everybody's got their different their different vessel right and and that's what i was saying before you know like it's honestly i i look at it the same and i mean it's it's gonna sound kind of a little bit weird but for me that's what business is about it's it's, it's about me pushing to this new level and, and the new level isn't, it's, it's measured differently. Like, it's like, you know, me, for me, it's like, I, I often, and I, I this like, I'm just competitive like this. It's like, uh, I'm thinking about how we, we deliver and, and the measuring stick is, is, you know, where I'm, I'm always trying to come up with something that's going to get us, get the people we serve a better result. And that's how we measure. It. It's like, for me, that's the weight on the bar. Right. It's like, but I think like, you know, for anybody who's listening, it's like, it is that, that you want to be pushed. Like you, you know, those periods where maybe things aren't going as well as what you seem, they matter just as much as the times that are, you know, you're winning and you're on, you know, you're on top of the platform. Like you wouldn't, you wouldn't know that you wouldn't, those, those good times don't feel as good unless you have the the times where you're struggling or the times where you have to push, you know, where you, you, you that potential's going up because you've, you've just, you know, you've unlocked another level. You know what I mean? Yeah.
0: And that's, if we go right back to what you were saying before, the whole like yeah, enjoy the process type thing, like that's what gets you through. That's what gets you through the harder times, is because uh, you need to step it out. You need to uh, have some sort of measuring, like have some sort of way to know that it's 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 adding up, and know some way to some way to get you through those harder times and, and come out the other side, because uh, especially in such a thing as well. I figured out a long time ago, I used to think it was the people that train the hardest or, or do the most, whatever, are the champions, but it's, it's not really people that can just kind of do enough over a really long period of time and not, and not uh, fall down uh, when they get injured or, or you know, fall down when it comes to the coronavirus thing like that, when they don't have access to equipment like that it's the people that can kind of get through that through those little periods come out the other side keep putting one foot in front of the other um, for years that are the top people the, you see people come up really fast and they get to nearly the top and they always come tumbling down and it's just that that it's not there yet that their mindset's not there yet and it's not to say that they go down and they're forever down but i see it all the time and the people come up real fast and then they're down real fast and, uh, so kind of, it's it's always a, it's a real long term thing for power thing anyway, and it's the same for business. It's that you got to
1: it's a consistency over time. You know that persistence to to stay in it, right? It's like
0: hundred uh, percent consistency all the time. Either. It's just consistency. At you're doing enough to kind of get ahead and uh, just, just yeah, just keep keep moving in the in the right direction, even if it's slow, and just to, just doing it consistently. Like yeah. You don't have to put a hundred percent in at all times because you will. It'll you'll burn out whether it's business, whether it's whether it's yeah, hundred percent.
1: I whether think that's it, the that's thing you learn good. the quickest, right? It's like you know, you you kind of with anything. It's like you know, you, you no matter who you are, no matter what you you know, like it's like you will get burnt out and you will burn yourself unless you understand. Because again, it's like the the the. It's almost like understanding that the the rest is just as important. Right. And we know that with training, you know, we understand that the, the parasympathetic side of, um, of training is, is just, it's, it's, it's everything, you know, it's like, it's, it's, it's a big part of the, the, the process of, of growth. Um, and that's, that's in everything that's business. It's like, you know, if you're going hundred miles an hour all the time, not only are you going to miss a lot of things, but you know, there's going to come a time where it's just like it comes crashing down. Um, and it's like, it's the same with training. It's the same with everything. The parasympathetic side of, of what we're doing, the, the rest, of the, the, it's what gives you the ability to, to kind of keep that long-term consistency
0: over time. It's hard because you see freaks. <laughs> I say freaks. Yeah. so freaks is a, <laughs> it sounds insulting almost, but just these, these people that, that uh, break the barriers and they just don't, the rules don't seem to apply as much within the within lifting anyway. Uh, they don't need as much rest and recovery they can push hard and you're like how does he keep doing it, how I'm gonna it... wait and it's fucking you know like it's just and i'm sure you see him in the business side as well i'm sure oh
1: man like do... there's just like,
0: how, how do you help hold this level like most 99 of people couldn't do that but why why can you get away with no sleep and and being so up all the time and stuff like that
1: oh man there's 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 you know it just they exist it's how it's like, like Elon Musk, you know, I just look at him and I'm like, what the fuck is this guy? Like, you no, know, it's like, he, he's he got no qualifications in space, you know, engineering or anything like that. And he just got a rocket to, he's got a rocket in space right now. And I'm just like, I don't even know how the fuck that happens, but
0: yeah. And how he does a million other things at the same time. Oh
1: yeah. Like he's got three, four businesses, all of them absolutely crush it. And it's just like, wowza. How does he, um, but then you hear him talk on like Joe Rogan's podcast and you kind of understand it a little bit. He's kind of like, he's the way he's just a, a brain, you know, it's just like, it's just a different level.
0: Yeah. It's very, uh, I don't know, I've watched a couple of it. It's not the, it seems like the a little bit of the emotions missing and it's just a step down. Like everything is just very logic. And yeah. uh, it's interesting. I'd I'll, I'll, I'll love to be able to just, quietly stand behind him or similar people and just walk around behind fly him just the wall. 24 hours 48 hours a week you know yeah, 100% uh, fly on the wall yeah yeah it'd be really interesting
1: 100% um yeah i mean we're going we're going to wrap it up there brother um it was uh
0: <laughs> sorry i couldn't directly answer a couple of those things nah already. man
1: i mean that that was good i i, I think um <laughs> No, but I mean, that's, that's, that's what we want. Like, I mean, you know, in in a sense, it's sometimes you, you know, as I said, the, you know, you are where you are because of who you are and because of what you've done. And and that's, that's all that really matters, man. It's like, I think it doesn't need to be a a big dramatic answer to everything. I think, you know, because a lot of the stuff that we talked about, you know, we kept coming back to points and I mean, a lot of the time it's not that you know it's it's like people see the win right the big video that gets done at the end of the win and and you know all there's the 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 big video that gets done and you know about the be- about the business or whatever it is and a lot of the time that's not the the, the it's it's the, you know it's it just shows one side of the picture you know it doesn't show the other side where it's like it's you know you just like lifting and you fucking lift every day and and that's what you do and and you 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 enjoy it and and you know obviously you try to progress in it and it's like that doesn't matter whether the, you know things feel good or things feel bad it's like it's just a part of what you do and and um you know i think there's a lot of wisdom that comes from that and and you know there doesn't always need to be the big dramatic kind yeah. of crazy finish or or you know or anything like that it's like it's a, a lot, lot of it is just as
0: well it's hard to pass on as a coach for the for, for, for power thing for, for business or whatever like a, there are some people who when they sign up and I start coaching people, some people who are ridiculously strong already and their progress is ridiculous and it's just like crazy. And I, and, and I look at their numbers and everything. And then, then when I talk to them, I'm sometimes just a little bit like, eh, like I just don't know if you have, I don't see you being a champion. And obviously I'm not saying that. I'm not, not, you know what I mean? I'm like, look, your numbers are great. Your resume is fantastic, but I just, there's, there's something missing. I can't even tell you what it is. It's just like, eh. But then there's other people who their numbers aren't quite there yet or whatever. Um, and I'm,
1: It's great, man. I, I think it's great, you know?
0: It's yeah. Like- Jesus like, person is going to be fucking awesome if they can uh, do this for yeah, a couple of years or however long it's going to take. Uh, and that's the big thing is, is does other stuff come up in their life that takes priority? but. If they can do it for a couple of years, you can see it. You can just see it. They, they, they just the way they talk and the way they do things. It's like, yep, all right, cool. You're going to be good,
1: hundred percent, man. And and it's you know, I mean, that's the stuff that I you you just wish you can pass on, right? It's like it's it's just you know you you want it for everyone, and I think that's you know, there's like it's just like it's just the the day in day out, never fucking you know, you, 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 it's the stuff that nobody wants to hear about that that really matters, you know? It's like it's just the the consistency of being in it and enjoying and, and enjoying the fact that it, it has to be consistent, you know. Like it's like you, that determination, the the grit, the, those kind of things. They're not what the, that's not what's sexy, you know. It's not what sells, but I think it's it's definitely the making of a champion. And and you know, in different, it, it's the same every way around. Like everybody's, I mean, I don't know how much truth's in it, but you know, the the Michael Jordan documentary. It's like you can't, you you know, you. that's just fucking like you there's stuff in there you just look at him and you go what like how the fuck is like it's just like it's just day in day out he was you know he was he is what he what he is man and and like you know i think that's like that's just if you if you do want to be a champion right and that's not for everyone either but it's like it's that's what it that's what it is that's what it takes it's like you know it's the it is the day in day out consistency it's the it's the the, the standards, you know, and, and I think that's the stuff that it gets overlooked, especially when you've, you know, like, as I said, I wanted to unpack what that video was, but, and, and you know, it, that video was just a, an accumulation of work that was day in, day out. It was, you know, there was no, nothing that was too special about it. It was just, you, you know, you're here to stay.
0: Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah.
1: I mean, and that's that, I mean, Jordan, Jordan, me and Jordan did a podcast. Maybe I don't know when it was, but anyway, the, the 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 name of it was "Are You Here to Stay?" Um, and and it's like you know, I think that's that's the question that that says it is like you know, you like you said, it's uh, there's people that can come up really quickly, but just to, to stay there, right, and to to continuously be at that level, it's like you have to be ready to, to, to fucking lock in, you know, dig the heels in a bit and just keep going. And, and again, it's not the special stuff. It's just the, it's the, the little one percenters that matter consistently over time. Yeah. And mindset. Yeah. Just, you know, and, and it all ties in. <laughs> yeah. All right, man. Big thanks for coming on. Um, it's uh, it, it's, it was, it was a pleasure. And I mean, the, the guys are going to get a lot out of it because I think I love talking to athletes. Um, and especially like you know some of the top athletes, like we had um, a guy Brendan Iembadejo, who's a an ex NFL player, and, and you can just see these the, the reoccurring patterns there. And I think it's good, especially for you know a lot of business owners are going to be listening to this. I think you can get a lot from from being an athlete or playing sport and and transfer it across to business. Yep.
0: Yeah, yeah, hundred percent. Or just life in general. Yeah, for sure.
1: Awesome, man. Thanks for coming on.